Welcome to the Stonery. Today's episode is an herb cartridge called Lemonade Kush, which is a sativa blend, and it is a part of their THC Infinity line. Herm, as a company, has primarily been selling cannabis products for about five years, I believe. They used to be a vape company called Lifted Made, and they switched to cannabis when the farm bill passed and legally you were allowed to sell cannabis with anything lower than I think it's 0.3% of THC. So today's podcast, the product we're reviewing is a cartridge or a cart for short. Um, A lot of people I know call them carts, but I decided you could be listening to this and be totally new to cannabis and not really familiar with anything in that world, so I might as well dumb it down a little bit. It'll be short, but just a little brief explanation. So, when you're vaping weed, I guess is the best term for it, um, with a cart, you'll obviously need a cart, but you need a battery. Most of the time they're separate. Sometimes they're connected, and most people call that a disposable, but the cart is essentially quote-unquote disposable. Um, I know these aren't probably the best things for the environment because it's glass and it's plastic and it's metal and it's just probably not great, but it is such an easy way to ingest cannabis. Um, Carts are mostly sold in 510 threads, I've found. Uh, Most batteries are 510 thread as well, so usually you don't have to worry about that. It is good to keep that in mind when you are buying your carts, whatever size thread your battery is. Because I know there are different sizes, I just don't know what the rest of them are. (laughs) Um, But um, when you're hitting a cart, I feel like the way it differs for me from like smoking flour is it's it's a lot more... um, it's heavy hitting quicker for a shorter period of time. It it doesn't tend to last very long. And there is a point where if you hit it too much, there's just no way you will get more high. Uh, it's like a, like a, I don't know, just like a capping off point where it just stops working as well. At least I've found that it could be different for you. And I hope it is. <laughs> so in this specific cartridge is um, oleo resin. And I'm sure other things, but the predominant one that I saw was oleo resin. And it is a natural resin that is steam distilled from the hemp plant. Because, of course, we're not in a legal state. It has to be hemp. Um, oleo resin, actually, I found it can be... You can find it in a live resin as well. So it's it's mainly for adding flavor to your product. So I, I'm sure this is done a lot with a lot of different plants. I know in Massachusetts, there's this company called Fernway. And I know they would take try to take terpenes from plants other than cannabis to make their carts more flavorful. And man, their carts were flavorful. Like I'm talking the the berry one was just like berries in your mouth, no cannabis. Which honestly is what I prefer. I do enjoy a hint of cannabis, but... Not like overloading powerful flavor of cannabis. So that, I like it when they do stuff like that. 
Um, and I mean, the watermelon mojito that I talked about in the last episode, that one was so flavorful. I could totally tell that they tried to get more flavor out of that. But again, this could all just be what I explain about in the future part of this podcast. My taste buds are not fully normal. So. Okay, so first, I would like to talk about all the different cannabinoids that can be found in this cart, but I should go over a little bit about what cannabinoids are. Uh, Cannabinoids are the chemical compounds that interact with a human's endocannabinoid system. A lot of plants have it. It's not just cannabis, even though you may think it is. Um, You can find cannabinoids in a lot of different plants and they come out differently in each plant and cannabis is just the right kind of blend to get you a little bit high and a little bit medicated but cannabinoids can be produced naturally in your body synthetically they can be produced by a plant they interact with your cb1 and cb2 receptors in your body i feel like i've heard that most cannabis reacts with your um, CB1 receptors, but I could be wrong. I, it's just like a hint of a memory, you know, <laughs> but basically you have CB1 receptors and CB2 receptors and different cannabinoids interact with the, each receptor differently and it could react to one and totally not the other, but that's a little bit about cannabinoids. A lot of the different ones are like what we will be talking about in this episode, like Delta-8, Delta-10, THCV, THCP, and there's even Delta-9 THC, which is not from marijuana. I I don't really fully understand that yet. Basically, there's Delta-9 THC, which is hemp-derived, and there's marijuana, which is marijuana so i guess they're two different plants i'm assuming they're cousin plants this is how i (laughs) word it in my head in order for me to understand what's going on but yeah so let's get into it first we have delta 8 which is again one of the most common cannabinoids that you can find in states that are legal with the farm bill which are most states generally but i would still check because there are some states that pulled some shit and passed some laws to make Delta-8 and a lot of its counterparts illegal. Some, this is new news, but I feel like I just heard that some state is, some companies are trying to challenge these laws. So fingers crossed, they can. Delta-8 is um, pretty similar to cannabis. It's a light high. Some people call it diet weed. It is very mellow when it comes to the high. Um, It's not as psychoactive as THC is. But again, it helps with a lot of the same things. And just to list a few, it'll help you with appetite control, anxiety, pain, stress, headaches, all, all the things. But... On to the other cannabinoids in in this um, cartridge. We have Delta-10, which is Delta-8's little brother, I think, honestly. It, again, is less high than 
THC, but it's also less high than Delta 8. And it, again, helps with a lot of the very same symptoms that you can, that stood out more than others, I guess. More common. It helps with your mood. It helps with pain relief. It helps with appetite stimulation, anxiety, depression, sleep, headaches, all the, all the things. We've got two more left. The next one is THCV, which is also called diet weed. These are almost all called diet weed. <laughs> I can't ima- I can't believe how common that was. But anyways, it's also called weederol. So with that, it obviously sounds like Adderall, which some people report that this this cannabinoid really helps with different forms of ADHD. Which means I need to look into this more. <laughs> um, it is more potent. THCV is a little shadier than the other cannabinoids. I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but I'm using it. Um, it's more illegal than other cannabinoids. So there's a lot more states that um, made this cannabinoid illegal. And again, most of that is because it's not researched. Next up, THCP, so the last one was V, this one's P, is barely researched. It feels like it's one of the least researched ones out of these. Not that any of these have a lot of research behind them because of how long these things have been illegal. THCP, some scientists believe that it's way more potent than THC. Like, actual shit you can buy in California, Massachusetts, Colorado... All the all 25, I think, now is the number of legal states. Because it's more potent, the scientists that believe it's more potent feel like there's a smaller window of when it's effective versus when it becomes something that's negative to ingest. Like, you know that everybody's got that line of where you, like, where you green out, you know, where you get, like, the spins and some people get nauseous and some people hurl and... So they think it's harder to dose out for people when they're medicating with it. It might be more of a, like, fun time strain, you know? But, all that being said, no strain is actually that high in THCP. And a lot of what I found says that if a strain claims to be high in THCP, it's possible that they just sprayed the strain with THCP concentrate... Which is fine, but it's not actually that strain having those levels of THCP. This one also has a lot, a lot of gray area in the law. Um, There's a lot of states that made it illegal. So this one is definitely one to research if you're going to try and buy it in your state but most if you're buying online most websites know which states they can ship to now that we've gone over the cannabinoids i want to go over specifically stuff about the strain um before i go into flavor i Didn't get a lot from this cartridge, but that is not to say that this cartridge is not flavorful. I had COVID, um, lost my taste buds, took 
forever to get them back and I don't even know if I fully got them back before I got COVID again and lost my taste buds and I'm back in that journey of taking forever to have them fully come back. So I didn't really get a ton from the flavor. It wasn't like awful to smoke it and believe you me I've had one of those and I will be talking about it in the future unfortunately. It wasn't significant enough like watermelon mojito. Lemonade Kush seemed more mild, but it was still a very good strain. This one is, it really helped me with like working on projects and being able to focus even if I was having a really bad ADHD day or a really bad headache day or a really bad anxiety day. It really just overall helped me get past those things and focus, you know, it, it didn't however helped me with like the heavier migraines but that's pretty standard for a sativa I can't find many sativas that help with migraines it's it I really need that like heavy head high from an indica type strain you know again the packaging is the same as the last one it was a blue box twisted around the cartridge in a really fancy way with like a a window. I think there were two little windows where you could see, like, the inside of the cart. Sorry, I just popped my knuckle as if I wasn't trying to record a podcast. Um, anyways, this one was also $16, and it was 2.2 milliliters. So, really a lot of bang for your buck. I I really appreciate these herb carts and how how much you get with them and how cheap they are you know I'm it may not be THC but it it still gets the job done with a little bit of extra puffs I will definitely be buying this one again it really it really was a good like in the middle of the day wanted to focus on getting something done strain Thank you for taking your time and listening to this episode of The Stonery. It would be so lovely if you could review this podcast. Uh, Apple Apple Music. Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I think, are the most prominent and would help the most. But if you review it in your podcast viewer, that'd be fantastic, too. I'd really appreciate it. But here's where I plug all the socials and stuff. So I have an email. It is thestonerypod at gmail.com. I have an Instagram, which is the underscore stonery underscore pod. I have a YouTube, which I believe is just the stonery. I have... Oh, wait. I I think that's it. (laughs) Um, I'm working on making a TikTok so that I can post out little reels and stuff. Um, and I have a link tree where you can find all these things and all the different places that you can listen to this podcast. So maybe you'd prefer to listen to it somewhere else than you're listening right now, which sounds incredibly dumb, but maybe you're doing it. Maybe you want a link to a different podcast app. Who knows? It's there. (laughs) Um, but it's also going to be in the link is link tree is going to be in the description of the episode it should always be there i will try my best 
The link tree is in the bios of all the socials. Hopefully, I will make sure it is after this. But all right, enjoy your day and stay medicated.